0: Hi everybody, and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans, and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist, and internationally published author, helping take your life, and your business, your health, fitness, mindset, and body, from where you are right now to where it is that you truly want to be. And today, apologise for the road noise. I'm in the mobile studio today, but I wanted to talk to you about uh, breaking disempowering uh, behaviours, routines, ruts whatever you want to call it. Uh, Fortunately, last night at 6pm, we came out of our world's longest lockdown for COVID and hopefully we don't go back into one. Uh, But I'm able to see uh, clients in my studio now uh, face-to-face as opposed to just doing Zoom sessions and so forth or working with people outdoors. And it's an exciting process, just listening uh, to people connecting with people again after so long and then also connecting with new people. And what is really interesting to notice over the past few weeks as we've been getting closer to this date is understanding what's been going on for people and how their, their mindsets have really been affected by uh, being locked down. Certainly all my local, uh, local clients at, at, any, at any stage... We all form habits and some of us have habits that are empowering and some of us have disempowering habits and some of us have a combination. Some people have mainly disempowering habits and the problem with the disempowering habits are that they become such an all-consuming part of your life that you really don't know how to move forward from it. And I was having an interesting discussion with a, a new client today during a consultation where I was getting her to explain to me uh, all about her health and wellness goals, uh, what she wants to achieve, how she's gotten to the stage that she's at now, uh, why changing is so important for her, all really important questions to understand so that you can, I guess, create a picture within a frame as to what's been going on for someone over the it could be the past three months, it could be six months, 12 months, it could be 20 years in some cases. This particular lady has been going through some struggles for the past nine years. And there is always a moment that people can go back to and say, it's, it's this moment where things started to go downhill almost, like you're, you're climbing a hill, you get to the top, and then, okay, now it's all downhill from here. And there's a, normally a significant life event, that happens for somebody, it could be a, a loss of a family member, it could be a loss of a partner, it could be a loss of a friend, it could be loss of a job, it could be loss of a, um, when I say loss, I mean I'm, I'm talking about a death of, of someone, this particular person, it was the death of her mum. Uh, sometimes it is the, the death of a, a partner, sometimes it's just a person leaving your life or your, you leaving their life for whatever reason. Uh, for some, sometimes it 's friendships that when people uh, get into certain uh, friendship groups, they find that their their behaviors go away and they don 't particularly like. I find that uh, when new couples get together, they often both point to the fact that yeah, once we uh, moved in together, then that 's when things started to really go down in terms of their focus on health and wellness why because when they're single they tend to have more of a a focus on how they're living and how they're looking because they're trying to attract a mate Uh, but when they're together they're like oh well not matter now what we look like what we do we can do do what we like we've still got each other Um, so there are all these different triggers that happen and then what happens is it's almost like that's a push into a funnel a downward spiral if you like and it just keeps sucking them down further and further so the disempowering part normally involves something like this. An event happens, they go to food. The food that they pick is normally, I'll try to say takeaway food, something like that. Poorer food choice it's less nutritionally satisfying, but they just find that they go there. Sometimes it's alcohol. Sometimes it's a combination of both. Sometimes it's something worse than that. It might be drugs or... Um, Alcohol is a drug, too, but I guess you know I'm talking about another type of a drug, whether it be prescription or whether it be an illicit, illegal one. Uh, so that normally happens. And then they find that uh, the poorer food choices lead to what? Well, they normally lead to feeling horrible, like not great in the gut, not great about um, you know, who they are as a person because there's often a lot of regret after they've had the food. Along with that food is normally a a lack of desire to want to exercise. Uh, That lack of exercise has a negative impact on the endorphin release. So that serotonin, that great feeling you get from movement and exercise, that disappears as well. And people start to feel even a little bit worse and then with that worse feeling, they then go to repeating those poor food choices. Over a period of time, they start to now gain weight. Their health deteriorates. Maybe, depending on their age, maybe they're starting to show some signs of, uh, it could be things like fatty, fatty liver. It could be in a, a much higher uh, risk of having a predisposition to diabetes. Uh, It could be heart-related illnesses, cancers, that type of thing. And then as it goes longer and longer, it starts to dramatically impact people's mental health and the mental impact is massive on people. It starts to impact self-confidence, it starts to impact self-esteem and all of a sudden you've got this this situation where you've got a person that doesn't feel great about themselves they cover themselves up with, you know, big baggy clothes. They tend not to go out and socialise. They don't go shopping because they don't feel comfortable being in a shop, not being able to grab clothes easily off the rack, and they just fit. Uh, They've become more socially withdrawn. Uh, Covid has helped a lot of people in that regard because with homeschooling and, um, you know, working from home, all that kind of stuff, people have become very set in their ways and they can wear what they want it doesn't matter they don't have to you know do their makeup or do their hair shave do whatever Um, it's just a completely different way of living and so as more time goes by what also starts to happen is there's no energy now so because of the food that they're eating is not providing a, a nice nutritional stable balance for them they're just robbed of nutrients, so they feel terrible. They go through these waves of just living off uh, these, if you like, big waves of sugar, sugar intake. It's normally high sugar, high fat, pardon um, high uh, high energy food like you know breads, uh, you know chips, I suppose pizza, doughs, cookies, you know all all that kind of stuff. It's it's just not. Not a great place for them to be. And that with that becomes like lack, lack of energy, and therefore with lack of energy, over time becomes lack of motivation. Lack of motivation to even try and make a healthy meal for yourself. Uh, lack of motivation to even try and buy a healthy takeaway. And so you can see you get sucked down into this vortex of not feeling great, not having good health, feeling tired, lacking energy, lacking motivation, lacking a, a sense of drive to have any focus whatsoever on changing it, and you just continue to go downwards and downwards and downwards. This, excuse me for a second, I've got to have a sip of water. And this particular person I was speaking with today, as a matter of fact, uh, she was talking to me about Uber Eats and menu log and places like that which I personally I've never used, but I understand that the people that use them generally don't pick healthy options, they're normally unhealthy options. And she was talking about how it's almost like an addiction now. It's this compulsion to just use Uber Eats. I guess it's we likened it to a little bit like gambling. Once you, you get the sort of the taste of it, uh, you want to keep doing it. And with the Uber Eats, they're, I don't know, I think as part of human nature. There's something about ordering something in the mail and it coming, and you're being excited to do that, uh, you know, to open it and get it in the mail. There's something exciting about getting a delivery to your door, something that you've ordered, whether it be, uh, you know, a a gift for you or just something that you've ordered. It's oh, well, it's finally here, and you get all excited about it and the emotions of happiness that it brings when you ordered it and so forth. With something like Uber Eats and menu, like, well, you go through that phase of saying, oh, yeah, this looks really good. I'm going to order that. And within a matter of minutes, it's at your door. So not only do you get that, that hit from, oh, wow, something's coming. I'm excited. I haven't had to prepare it. I know I'm going to enjoy it. And then you have it. There might be some regret and, and so forth in it. But the, because the choice has always been a poorer one in this particular person's case it just adds to that downward spiral. And so it was interesting to hear her talk about it as a a compulsion. I could see that, how she does it every day, which, uh, you know, she's very budget conscious as well uh, when it comes to paying for her services with me. And I'm like, you could save a fortune here by not using Uber Eats, not getting your takeaway food and making this food yourself. I said, I'll teach you how to do all this. But I said, uh, you know your life is about to change and so it's really interesting how people get into these states and uh, certainly with us being the most locked down city in the world uh, I've noticed with a number of clients that were very active up to the start of this last lockdown which has been about 90 days they have been on fire in terms of their food's been on track their exercise has been on track they feel really great now they're not even contemplating coming back because they're just in a completely different routine now and they don't want to get out of it they're just content being where they are they, they don't have the motivation to get out of that routine and it's really quite sad because I know what they're missing out on in terms of life just not having that energy and you know if their exercise isn't right their food is not right you know if their headspace is not right and you know that every other area of their life is absolutely not on track so i've never met anyone that says no i'm i'm eating crap and i don't do any exercise and that's all that's going wrong in my life there everything else is going super well my career is on fire I'm, um, you know, I've got a great relationship with uh, my partner, you know, great relationship with my kids. I've made more money than I've ever made in my life before. Like, no one's, no one's saying that. But the people that are on fire with their health and wellness have got more chance of having those other areas of their life right as well, which is why I strongly link my health and fitness as my number one value in life to every other area of my life too because I know that if that's right, then I'll get those other things right too. So if you ever see me and I'm drastically unhealthy and overweight, then you'll know that the rest of my life is probably just as screwed up as my health because that's the choice that I've decided to make. So, having given you all of that information, how do you break it? Because you might be listening to this right now and say, yeah, I'm in that place too. It's really quite simple. I said to this lady, I have a plan for you that I guarantee will give you the results that you want. She wants to lose at least 40 kilos. But I said, in order for us to be able to implement this, I said, this is about a sustainable, healthy lifestyle. I said, I want you to imagine it, they standing at the bottom of a thousand steps that go straight up. And I said, I want you to get to the top, but we never take one step to get to the top. We take lots, a thousand in fact, lots of little steps to get to that top of the step. And that's the way you need to look at this. I think many people become so overwhelmed with the prospect of how big a challenge may be that they never even get started. But if you break it down into really tiny pieces, then it's much more achievable. It's probably no surprise to you that if I went through and told you what this person ate each day, I knew before she told me, because of the questions I was asking about her lifestyle. She doesn't eat really up until dinner time. And then she'll either have an Uber Eats for dinner and then get an Uber snack, or she'll have something that's left over that she may have made another time. But she's basically, basically living off takeaway food, <clears throat> so therefore feeling pretty horrible. And so I said, my goal is to get you to six meals a day. And she's like becoming a bit overwhelmed by that. I said, but don't worry about it. I said, that's the goal. I said, if you never get there, it's not the end of the world. But I said, I give you the formula for success and the fastest way to get there. But here's what we're going to do. I said, for instance, this is what you're doing right now. And I said, it's not nutritious food. I said, you're eating once, maybe twice a day. I said, if we can to start with get you eating breakfast. And she starts to moan. Uh, lunch and dinner and we make those really healthy I said I guarantee you in three days of living like that you will start to feel cleaner, lighter and you will already start to naturally detoxify your body, now she's starting to get excited and I said breakfast is one of the most important ways to start your day because I said your metabolism is completely screwed up at the moment, she said yeah I think that's right because you know I've put on 15 kilos in Um, six months I think she said I said exactly I said because you're not eating the right foods you're not eating it in the right times to allow your body to reprogram so I said we're going to change that I said we'll start with the three meals and you may be on three meals for a number of weeks but I said that's okay if we make them all healthy and nutritious you will feel better I said when you're ready to implement that next block and we say okay let's put in a snack or maybe two let's do that and so she's starting to already say, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see that that's something I could do. And then we spoke about the exercise. And I said, right, right now you're not doing anything. And I wrote up the days of the week. And I said, theoretically, this is what I want you to do. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, strength training. She wants to do one session with me. But she's on a tight budget. And I said, okay, we'll work out which day that is. Not Monday, because that's the most that's the day when you'll be most motivated in the week. So I said, you can do that one by yourself. But I said, maybe by Wednesday you need a bit of a hand to get you through to the end of the week. Or maybe you're right by Wednesday, but by Friday you're thinking of giving up. So that's the day to see me. So she had already recognized the fact that she was not going to do any good just going to a gym or doing it by herself. She knew she had to come and see me. So I said, that's the way we're gonna do it. She said, yeah, I think that will work for me. I said, then when it comes to your cardio exercise, she said, I hate cardio. I said, me too. I said, so we find something that you really love. And I said to her, I love walking. I said, I don't like the high intensity stuff. I don't do it. I've never really enjoyed it. So I don't do it. She said, yeah, I like walking. I said, great. So I said, on the other days that you don't work out, I want you to walk for 20 minutes. I said, not really fast or anything like that. I said, I just want you to get out and move because she's not doing that at the moment. And she said, what if I walked to work? I said, how far is it? She said, 10 minutes. I said, great, 10 minutes there, 10 minutes back, perfect. She said, yeah, I could do that. She said, I used to love walking. I said, great, so let's do that. So already she's realizing that this is something that she can actually do. And she's starting to get excited. I can see from her body language and the tone of her voice and everything. So this is what you need to do if you are stuck in a rut. You need to take these tiny steps. You need to work out the days of the week you're gonna do your exercise. You need to work out the days that you're gonna do a little bit of walking, if that's your thing. If it's not, you find something that you love doing, not something that you loathe, because you'll do that for about two weeks and then you stop altogether. And that's the same when it comes to your food. You have to love your food. If you are at any point going to dislike your food or find it a chore, you will stop and will not return to that behavior. So that's why we make sure that we we fill people up with uh, lots of delicious recipes. And so I was outlining some of those to her and she's starting to get more excited. So once you've got a schedule for when you're gonna work out, you block it out. And then you work out what are you gonna do with your food? And I said to her, what I'm gonna get you to do is take some time out on the weekend to cook up all your food I said maybe some time on a Saturday I said if there's a recipe that makes four double it make eight put the rest in the freezer I said the first week it's more work but after that I said it becomes so much easier because in the second week she's only cooking for herself I said in the second week you don't have to cook it's just there and you just have to pick it out stick it in the microwave and bang she said yeah that's, that sounds really good too and on top of that she's going to save a lot of money which means she can put that towards doing another session because uh, she's probably going to save I would have thought a couple hundred bucks a week uh, by just changing the way that she's now going to be living and uh, I'll teach her where she can get the food cheaper, the raw ingredients and everything and she will, she'll do really well. So she left and about 15 minutes later she sent me a text message saying, uh, thanking me for the time and she says, I can now see that there's hope. And it's it's so easy for me to see where people are going wrong, but often people can't get out of their own way to see you know another solution. And so I offer you this: go to the mental toughness and body show.com and opt in for a free consultation with me, and over that 30-minute consultation. I can work out exactly what's going right for you, what's going wrong for you, and how we can give you a solution to meet your budget to completely change your life. Because this lady, she told me she was 85% committed. And so I explored the 15% and that just comes down to really accountability. And so I said, with me holding you accountable and this plan, I'm confident that you will absolutely get that 40 kilos off and gave her a timeline as to how long that would most likely take. But When you break something really big down into bite sized pieces, life just looks completely different. But if you've got no energy, you're not going to start this process. And I always start my consultations with people by asking them, what is it that you want for your health and fitness? What's important to you? and then explaining getting them to explain to me why those goals are so important because unless they can really articulate that strongly and passionately they will not be committed to those goals and they will not achieve them and i will not take them on i only work with completely committed people because my time is precious and i don't want to waste it working with people that aren't prepared to make a change so If that's you and you're stuck, go back, re-listen to this and find out how you get started. It's by taking baby steps. But if you still feel that you need some more help, then take up my offer of that consultation. I'll talk you through what a meal plan would look like for you because they're individualized, which is really important and we come up with an exercise program that's workable for you as well, cardio that's workable for you as well, and we give you a solution to your problem. So, go take that up, I'm here for you. Stay safe everybody, I'll see you tomorrow.